Hey, welcome back to another episode of Put 30 on the Clock with Coach Phil. And as usual, we're going to get right to it. There are a lot of you who have a big time struggle with how to watch game film. And instead of jumping down your throat like everybody else does and telling you that you don't know anything, I figured I would much rather just help you out and uh, give you some pointers on how to watch film effectively. So that way, when you watch it and you take your notes, you can respond and make major improvements the very next time you get on the court. So the first thing you need to understand when you're watching game film is that with the wrong approach, you will find out that there are an unlimited amount of ways to watch film because there are an unlimited number of things to look for, right? So what you want to do is boil it down to two points. The first point is to not be a fan. That is very difficult to do because if you're watching film, especially if it's your own game film and you make a good move as a fan, you like, like you feel a pride of that. Like you're like half player, half, you know, fan. And if anybody's even in the room with you, you're going to love it. Oh, you seen that? You seen that? That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? And you immediately forget what you was watching film for, which is part two. Understand what you are looking for and why you are looking for that or those things. If you can combine the two, then you can watch film in a very effective way. Now, if anyone tells you to watch film the way that they watch film, that's that that could be good. That could be bad because they're only telling you to do it the way they're doing it. And that's like telling a coach to coach exactly the way you coach. That's telling a player to play exactly the way you play. That might be a good thing, but you're holding this person from their full potential if you do not allow them to be themselves. I'm a firm believer that uh, you should be yourself. No two coaches are alike. Um, They should have the freedom to do their own thing. So if I'm going to tell you to watch film the way I watch film, that's kind of weird. I should be more inclined to tell you what you should look for. And if you see other things, you should be uh, you should have more than just my permission or anyone else's permission to look for those things. But that's another topic for another day. Those two things, don't be a fan and understand what you're looking for. So if we are, I'll give you a personal story to help you understand this. We, I was a part of a high school team. Uh, I was an assistant coach and we had got washed by a team that we played twice a year. We got washed by them the first time we played them. I'm talking absolutely bulldozed. We got embarrassed. Right. We lost by like 30, maybe 40 points that game. The second time around, I had watched film of that game. We played them maybe a month later. And I took notice that the people that we were concerned with weren't really the ones who were hurting us. We had a really good game plan for them. The two things that hurt us was the press that they put on us and how we couldn't handle it. And the second thing was their X factor. He wasn't a star player. He wasn't the the go-to guy or anything like that. He didn't score a bunch of points. But what he did was he would grab nearly every offensive rebound and get them second and third shots. Like we had no answer for this man on the glass uh, because we spent so much time focusing on their three-headed monster. They had three guys who could get 20, and that's hard to do in high school, right? But we spent so much time on them and trying to limit them. They got 20 anyway because he kept getting them more shots. It's kind of hard not to score 20 if you keep getting a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. 
So um, they still got their numbers because he kept getting them the ball. So I had spoken to our head coach and I said, listen, these are the issues with the press. We need to address that. And then when we get into our half court defense, it's not only about boxing out, but it's about boxing him out. We got to keep this guy off the glass. Those two subtle changes kept us in the game. I think we lost the second time we played them. We lost uh, maybe by six or eight points uh, because we didn't finish the game. It was close all throughout. I think it was tied all the way up until like two minutes left in the fourth. And they went on like an 8-0 run. So we lost it by like eight. And it was devastating because they had just washed us. We made two little changes and we almost pulled it out. So I tell that story because I did not focus on stopping those guys. We had already focused on that the first time. I was looking for what's the difference? Like what, what happened? And when I saw that film, that's what I saw. I can guarantee you. Oh, also when the other coaches watched that film, they saw different things. And that's the dope thing about game film. If I gave you the same film and I asked you, why did this team win? And why did this team lose? And I gave it to a hundred coaches. There's a really good chance that I could get about 85 different answers and the weird thing about those 85 different answers is that they would all be correct. Some may have more weight than others. Some reasons may be better reasons than other reasons, but all 85 of those reasons would be correct. So who's to say that this is the way you watch film? I'm going to tell you that the number one thing, that the two things you need to do is not be a fan, like remove your fanhood, don't celebrate Don't say, ooh, that was a good crossover. Stop being a fan. This is a business exercise, right? Stop being a fan and understand what you're looking for and why. If you know what you're looking for and why you're looking for it, and you have the discipline to do that, the problem is that as you do that, the fan kicks in later. You'd be like, ooh, that was a dope move. And you can find yourself drifting off. So what started off as a good thing, understanding what you're looking for and why, can be derailed by that fan that you tried to keep, you know, in prison. You tried to keep that fan at bay so you could be serious and focus on what was important. So you always want to keep in mind, always, when you're watching film, I'm not a fan and I need to know what I'm looking for. Now, what exactly are you looking for? There are a million things to look for and depending on who you ask, There are people who are bold enough to tell you that you shouldn't be looking for this. You should be looking for that, which is so weird. The most clear example of that is when people tell you, you know, um, like Gilbert Arenas, he said on his podcast several times that when somebody did a move that he really liked, he had one of the coaches on staff say, write down the time of the game, right? So if there was uh, seven minutes and 30 seconds left in the third quarter, He would write that down and then Gilbert would get the game film and he would go watch that move. He would copy that move. He would practice that move and that move became his. So anytime he saw a dope move that he liked from an opponent or even from one of his teammates, he had a connection with one of the coaches and say, hey, write down the time so he could go back to it. There are a lot of coaches who would tell you that that's super selfish and you should never do such a thing. It should be we over me and all of that team cliche stuff. Don't get me wrong. As a coach, I'm with all that, right? 
However, if I tell you not to do that, then I'm literally telling you like, yo, you shouldn't get better individually. You shouldn't improve individually. You should improve the way I tell you to improve. You should stay in the box that I have created for you. You should remain this player until the end of your days. And that's so crazy because if you actually copied those moves or you copied those things you saw that were quote unquote selfish, and I saw that you could do them like really, really well, then I would add that to my uh, my my game plan and my strategy for next year. I would change the role I have for you. I would give you an opportunity to do those because that's a brand new weapon. I got a brand new weapon. I got something that I can attack other teams with. But with the same mouth that I'm telling you, it's we over me, team, team, team. You should worry about us. Don't be so selfish. It would be like, hey, man, I like that move. I like how you've gotten better. And we're going to, you know, that it's like, bro, which is it? <laughs> so far be it from me to tell you that any one answer is wrong. If you want to watch film because you saw a dope move and you want to copy it, do that. If you're watching film of yourself to see where you went wrong, do that. If you're watching film of yourself to see where you went right and and you did the good things, do that. The only real wrong answers are not knowing what you're looking for or deliberately going away from what you're supposed to be doing because you and I both know, look at me, look at me, look, look, look at me, look at me. You and I both know that you know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what you're supposed to be looking for. You know where you're supposed to be going. So if you're running away from that, you're wrong. If you don't know where you're going, you're wrong. Those are the only two wrong answers. But there's nothing wrong with making yourself better. Because when you get better, we as the team get better. And anybody who tries to discourage you from that, hey, man, I'm not going to tell you, you know, I I just think that's weird that someone would tell you, hey, don't get better. That's insane to me because out of that same mouth, they're going to be like, yo, this summer, I need you to get better. (laughs) So a few more examples before we get out of here, right? Sometimes you're watching film because you want to see how the defense is rotating, whether your team was rotating properly or not, the other teams are rotating properly or not. You want to see how they rotate when you swing the ball side to side. You want to see what kind of sets they're running. Maybe you took film as an assistant coach. Sometimes I would go watch other teams play. Maybe you take film and you watch what sets they get in and what they call those sets. And now that you got film on them, you can prepare for it at practice. So what kind of sets are they running? You know, what kind of options do they have in those sets? Who are their best players? In my example, who are the X factors, right? Out of the story I just told you. How do these people execute in transition? Like, how do they get back on defense in in transition? How do they attack offensively in transition? How does a particular player create space in order to operate? When that player creates the space, right? Do they use it just for themselves? Do they use it for other players? Are you looking for that? Who's the most important player on the other team? You know what I'm saying? With that, there's a hundred ways, a thousand ways, 10,000, a hundred thousand, a million ways to watch film. But you can always boil it down to these two rules and you will be super effective at it. The first is you cannot be a fan. The second is that you have to understand what you're looking for 
and why you're looking for those things. Film won't be boring anymore if you keep this in mind. This is Coach Phil. I appreciate you spending the time. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Y'all be good.